We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, welcome to the first episode of Sometimes Weekly Sports and Stuff here on KC Sports Network, coming to you from the Event Center here at Holiday Distillery in Weston, Missouri. And I am BJ Kissel, joined by a couple of special friends today and the founders of the KC Pioneers and Mark Josie and Sam Kulikov. Guys, I am excited to talk to you guys today. I respect, we talked about this before we were recording, respect the hell out of what you guys have been building, what you've been doing. And I'm excited to learn about esports and about the pioneers today. So thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. Really so, looking forward to it. And before we get started, in case anyone was curious, we have got some delic- delicious beverages. Thanks to our friends here at Holiday Distillery. This is Triple Crown Whiskey, a little fresh peach, a little fresh lemon, a little cinnamon, and a little Platte County whiskey as well. This thing is absolutely delicious. It's phenomenal. Yep, perfect this, on the ice. If we if we record for a while, this this episode could get a lot of fun <laughs> <laughs> later today. There's, but there's more back but, there too. But let's let's get into this stuff because I think we were talking about it before. And I full disclosure from the moment we first started talking, I don't know a ton about esports or the pioneers. I respect what you guys are doing in the community and all that, but I want to learn more about what the pioneers is and how as a native Kansas City and who loves everything and takes pride in being from Kansas City that we've got a new thing that I don't particularly understand, but I want to learn more about. Let's just start. How did the how did you guys put this together and what was kind of the spirit behind the decision to to bring an esports team here to Kansas City? Yeah. Um I'll jump in. Do it. Let's do it. So uh Lorenzo Brown, LJ Brown, uh young uh African American kid says, hey, I want to start an esports org. There's not a lot of people that look like me uh, in a leadership, you know, capacity. There's not a lot of uh, the Midwest is underserved in terms of like esports and gaming, and said we sh- we should do something and bring to Kansas City, right? So he actually knew Sam um, from a while, and our marketing agency. We thought <clears throat> we could tell a story and go like, "Wow, this is really cool. It's really interesting." That you know, definitely the Midwest is underserved as it relates to gaming and esports. You know, definitely, you know. We respect the diversity, equity, inclusion, um, and, you know, access and thought, what a great story. Let's tell it. So we started telling the story, Sam and I, and then thought, well, we should go much deeper and wider here. Like, this is really cool. And then it went like, let's get really serious about it. And then so um, we had a conversation and Sam and I come on board and we thought, okay, like now how do we do this? Right. So there's five um, founders 
or LJ's the founder, and there's uh, four additional other people that came on like literally day one, we'll call it, right? And then just went, okay, now what, right? Like um, we have the 2017 Madden champion um, <laughs> here. Like he's got this huge belt and it's like, you know, throw it over your shoulder or whatever. <laughs> um, and uh, he happens to be from Kansas City and that was kind of the start of it, Beast Mode Mac. And then I thought like, well, that's one cool part. And then you start researching and you're like, hey, we can build a community. We can build a brand. We can... Um, you know, do better inside our community, right? Community means different things to different people, but, um, you know, like we can bring people in that reflect the community in which we serve. And we can do that through this really interesting platform called gaming. Uh, and then, so you do exactly what you would think you would do in startup mode to say like, how do we go find talent um, inside the org? How do we go find talent on the proverbial field, right? Um, and then how do we go uh, build a brand and connect that back to, um, you know, the mission and vision? And so, when you guys talk about like building teams out, it's it's game specific. You talk about having the Madden champion. I know that like Rocket League and you've got different sports. So how is it kind of structured with the different, you know, athletes, the different gamers that you guys sign that are members of the Pioneers team? Just how is that kind of broken up for people from the outside as far as knowing like people have like their specific game that like I'm a professional for this game is how is that all set up? How does that work? Yeah, um, I, I think a couple of things. So the Kansas City Pioneers were a gaming lifestyle, you know, branding community driven organization and that means a couple of things it means one we have professional athletes playing under um very specific sports right they're like not multi-dimensional i mean everybody plays different games but they're really good at a few things right mm -hmm. um and we have rocket league uh we have women's rocket league we have madden which i mentioned we have a valorant team we have a call of duty team uh, we have a Halo team and we have a Gears of War team. So um, best analogous thing would be like if the Kansas City Pioneers owned all of the, you know, professional uh, orgs here, that's what we do, right? Different sports, different fans, different core competencies, different like, you know, sponsors and or, um, you know, skill sets, et cetera. Um, so that's number one, right? And then, then there's also content creators that may or may not have a sport that they're really good at, but also build their individual community, make content, think of like YouTube meets Twitch meets watch me play, watch me talk about playing, et cetera. Um, yeah. And then there's a lot of content that goes into making all that stuff, right? To, to behind the scenes, like, you know, there's accountants right there's there's a legal de department right there's um you know uh, creative an entire creative you know sam's our chief marketing officer so he runs like you know like some heavy lifting on the side of our business and then we also have a chief gaming officer which exactly what you would think is responsible for all those verticals and segments mm -hmm. of those sports so we do exactly like you know what the royals would do we go out and recruit and we look for different you know players and we try to find you know, some magic between different people, right? It versus go out and, you know, put capital in looking for the best player at the best time and the best sport at the best moment, right? Like yep. that's, that's, uh, that would be great. There's strategy um, to it. There, there is strategy to it, right? There's like a self-imposed salary caps, right? Like, and, and really it's, it's limited by either a, a franchise fee of what you might be in, um, whether it's like League of Legends or Overwatch, we're talking like, you know, millions and millions of dollars, Call of Duty League, you know, like 25 million all the way up to $100 million just to say, hey, you can have a team, BJ. Uh, You're like, cool, sound good. Yeah, right. Um, and then uh, and and then all the way to like, you know, like, um, you know, specific sports by the publisher, uh, et cetera. So, yeah, it, it blows my mind just because it's 
it was such a it seemed like a niche thing for so many people that's now becoming more mainstream and it just the the blending of youtube and twitch and gaming and the fact that even like our podcasts are going out through i call it the twitch because i don't understand it the twitch Uh, Twitch. but like it just everything's kind of molding and melding together and i know from a marketing standpoint the stuff that you guys have done and the way that you have kind of um taken ownership and just I don't say pride of being from Kansas City, but you're putting Kansas City on the map through the esports kind of vision and just how, why was that important to you? And how are you seeing that in like kind of the, the, the way that you see the world through esports and gaming and marketing and all that stuff? Like, how is that kind of coming to fruition of from the gaming world kind of seeing Kansas City in a way they hadn't seen it before you guys did this? Yeah. Well, I think that it speaks to kind of our philosophy with, approaching it from a strategic perspective and then finding those tactical inputs. So what I mean by that is with Mark um, and his saying of Casey founded, but globally driven, right? That's important to us because we know that there's a local market and that's a powerful market and we're from here. This is, this is our home. Like that, that means a lot of different things, but at the same time, there's also an international market and there's a lot of money to be made and there's a lot of championships to be made in different countries and different sports and different disciplines. Right. So we were, we looked at that and said, okay, here's two different, you know, bodies that we need to attack basically as an organization and we need to do it connect in a connected way. We don't want it to be disparate and disconnected. Um, right. So if we, we wanted to approach it and say, okay, we want to have an impact locally Um, in a real way, right? So that renders itself through our partnerships with some of our community partners, um, which we'll talk about in a little bit, but then also all of our initiatives that we embark on. So we're, you know, very passionate about supporting everything from LGBTQIA plus initiatives to, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter movement and all of the things above and beyond that. So for us, it was saying, okay, we need to represent ourselves really professionally on an international scale. We need to build a brand that's represented well, professional, um, organized, clean, right? And that's what we did with our teams um, from the ground up. And that's why it reverberates through all the marketing materials we make, whether it's videos, animations, um, graphics. I trust our, my my team with my life because I've given them like, you know, I guess my <laughs> proverbial life in like- that's big, that's a like, big deal. We'll, right we'll say like my, uh, you know, my, my professional well-being, I guess I could say, but more so just thinking because they understand what we're trying to build and they understand their input. And so when you have a authentic relationship with your organization, then when you go out and do things with different partners, whether it's on the international level as a professional, mm-hmm. when you start to do that on a local level, yeah, you're not getting a hundred thousand views or 300,000 views just from Kansas city, but it doesn't mean you mean you can't make an impact. Right. Yeah. So we, we said, okay, Kansas city, this is where the impact needs to go, right? So for us, we say, we can go international, we can make this big brand, but if we can pull results into the home that we're from, like Mm -hmm. that's really empowering. So that's where it's like, that's why this is a big deal because we can go and win tournaments on an international level and then bring jobs back here to Kansas City. And that's like one of the coolest things. And that's why it's such a big deal is we could tap into that billion dollar market and bring that infrastructure and that job, you know, all the jobs there, we could bring them right here. Right in Kansas City, because no, it's not it's not formalized yet. There's no there's no you know person that's leading the way yeah. only. Like there, it's up for grabs right now. We're yeah. we're still navigating. So I think that's why we come in and say, hey, there's some OGs in the space. They're doing a great job. There's some things that we think with our leadership team and the team that we've built that we can do some things better mm-hmm. um, and some things different than anyone's ever seen before. And we think that we can do that. 
and we can also stay connected to our hometown and our roots and we can lift up our city as we go up. There's some, there's some really big parallels with KC Sports Network and what we're doing and trying to do things a little bit different on the sports media side and making it hyper local, making it making an impact for the people that live in the community with some of the things that we're doing, trying to give back. And we, we're six months old. You guys have been around for a couple of years. But the fact that you've made some of those community partners that you talked about and one of the first things that jumped out to me was the Boys and Girls Club what you guys are doing to give back to kids and to give back to the youth in the area as a company that's only been around a couple of years, the fact that you have given back in such a big way and that you are as a company seeking out partnerships like that, that might not be a revenue generating thing for you, but is along the spirits mm -hmm. of what you're trying to represent your company for. Can you talk a little bit about that particular partnership? And we use a lot of them. Yeah. Can we go with that one in particular? That's the first one that jumped out to me saying, this is cool. This is, this is different. For sure. Yeah. I mean, for us, like when we look at the marketing side of the business and, and the creative side of the business and the emotional side of the business, there's a lot there. But when we look at like, okay, we can make video or we can do some photos, but how can we make a real impact? Right. Cause that's like, that's like real marketing is like doing something real and like that's actually impacting someone that drives a real brand growth. Right. So it's like, we can do something that is positive and beneficial for young people that also helps uh, advance some of our missions, which is just really educating the community. Right. We want to at large, we want to educate parents and kids alike on the, you know, the future of the industry, but also how do I do it in a healthy way? How do I engage with gaming in a, in a healthy, moderated fashion? How does that fit into my world? How do parents understand how to be supportive in that sense and also um, productive in the way that they're parenting around that? Because there's not a lot of handbooks there yet and people don't know what they, they don't know. So when we are able to build something with Boys and Girls Club that frankly doesn't exist in um in a lot of in a lot of communities right like when we were there there was a kid that was on the um on the console and it was just ran one of the random students we were talking to and they were like hey how did you feel about this and he's like well my console broke like three or four months ago and now i can come here and i can go and i can do this and i can actually like and it's it's an inspiration for me right and so these young kids they know the power of it they just need those tools so that's the first of many iterations that we want to to see in the philanthropy that we do with our business and the other one was sporting casey uh, i think anyone in the area as far as like just areas that are growing obviously with the casey current and everything that they have going on and sporting casey is just another cool partnership that you guys have set up yeah i, I mean i think at its core right like it's the whole great power comes great responsibility. And I, like, I think power is synonymous with like platform and the community that we've built. So it's like, we want to be transparent. We want to be authentic. We want to like give back to the, you know, and, and of course we want them to be fan too or not, but um, yeah, I, I think it's like, uh, you know, we've worked with the mayor's office. We worked with the boys and girls club, of greater Kansas city. We've, you know, done stuff with um, uh, generation Esports, which is like figuring out a way to, um, you know, connect high schools and colleges on curriculum to where it's like, hey, this can be a great conduit for like steam, right? So you think about like, oh, wow, like esports, you know, like baseball is not just hitting a ball, right? Like there's a lot that goes into it. Um, and it's the same thing with esports, right? Like whether it's, you know, um, you're, you can be a team manager, or you, you know, we have, um, you know, a guy in his PhD that's in cognitive performance development that, you know, works with our teams to make sure that they stay in the flow and stuff, right? Um, because it's important. Um, you know, there's health and wellness, there's like production, there's graphics and all these things. So it's less about like, 
oh, I play games. It's more of like, yeah, this is a great way for you to like find your own community, find your own voice, find a way to like monetize, find a way to do something really fulfilling that's not on a you know traditional realm. Yeah. And like I said, I, I ask these questions and it's coming from the greatest place possible because when I, I want to know what a day to day looks like for you guys. And I know every day is probably a little bit different, but all the different things that you guys have going on, I know it's not from grandma's boy, but that's what I have in my head. So, <laughs> so what is, what is well, the day-to-day? -day? Mark, Mark and I's day-to-day -day is drastically, you know, yeah. there's a lot that goes into it. Here, you do I, your day. Yeah, I, I want to hear just the differences of what yes, you guys Sam. have going on. So, I mean, a lot of what we do is, again, to to build an international presence, you, you have to have a team that's international right so there's a lot of management um that goes into that so a lot of you know management of um younger creatives younger younger team members that are also managers of other other um, areas right so we're spending a lot of time at least for me my department it's um, overseeing creative um, we're managing all the different sponsor and partner materials that we're creating or curating whether that's events um, video announcements and animations so we're doing all the creative side and the graphics and all the nitty-gritty that comes with game days and things like that right there's a lot that goes into that but then on the marketing side there's also a ton of high level strategy and tactical work that's going on where um, you know we're, we're empowering some of these younger people on our team to go and and solve different solutions and, and address different problems. So we're looking at, you know, whether it's addressing each social media channel one by one and identifying a good, healthy strategy for that, or whether it might be, you know, hey, how can we, um, you know, figure out a different angle for this sponsor, right? So there's a lot of ideation. And the reason that there's a lot of that is because everyone's really excited. And they have such a good time. Um, you know, our teams, and we talked about this literally yesterday, and I was, we were just talking about how everyone is doing stuff that they enjoy and they have fun doing it. And so the, the result is positive damn near every time. Right. Mm -hmm. Because they're doing things that they enjoy and it's and it's like, you know, they're they're just living what they know. Right. And so that's really awesome for us. So for my day to day, a lot of that is management and empowering a lot of our team to go out and do that. Um, but then also, of course, I'm spending a decent amount of time in the trenches with a few um, leadership members just getting things done and just pushing things out, We're putting out a lot of par partner content, sponsored content, announcements um, every freaking week. We're picking up something new, something different, something fresh. Right. So we just got a lot going on sometimes we have to like you know mark and i are very familiar with you know up top stuff that we have to do but then also the nitty-gritty down in the trench work and that comes from our philosophy like we would never expect people on our team to do stuff that we wouldn't do ourselves and yep. we live that every day so that's a great segue to what i do yeah i want to hear what you do what do you I do mean, no, I think it's, it really is. I mean, we're at its core. It's a startup. It was really interesting to say like, Hey, Casey sports network is like six months old. And you guys are old. We're like, I don't think like we feel <laughs> young still. Right. Like, yeah. Hold up. Me. I'm not old. You're like, hold on. We're not old. We're veterans in this industry. Yeah. Hold sir. Uh, no, <laughs> like I, I think, um, you know, we're, we're a startup, right? So, um, what we do, like for me, it's whether it's like the P and L working with sponsors, um, you know, um, we're raising 2 million, we're closing, we're coming up, closing our 2 million. We've already had like, a you know, a seed round that we've already raised. So we have like, you know, there's responsibilities back to our existing, you know, um, investors, there's uh, responsibilities back to potential. So there's a lot of those conversations, um, a lot of awareness, right. A lot of having mm -hmm. a lot of conversation about, tell us about the old pioneers, man. <laughs> Just like, like this. Yeah. Well, but yes. you don't get to do this in a distillery like in a beautiful place like this yeah. to necessarily no. talk about it, uh, no, no, no. what you got going on. So yeah. hopefully you can. 
this hopefully is, it's a little different it's way <laughs> different like this is amazing by the way yeah. um and just beautiful and cool and delicious and, and amazing so anyways um yeah so I, I think there's that right and then you know i think sam alluded to there's probably a hundred people on our team so you know you have you know working with legal and negotiating like you know player contracts and and you know with agents and you know, helping out there and then making sure we're making the right decisions. And, you know, that kind of 50,000 foot view, 10,000 foot view that, you know, Sam talked about, there's that juxtaposition, there's the juxtaposition of like Kansas City founded, globally driven. So we're making a lot of those decisions. There's working with like, you know, publishers and tournaments and, and all those kind of things. So a lot of moving parts, um, but like we wouldn't do it if it you know, wasn't fun and people didn't think it was awesome. So. so for outside of the marketing and the content creation, when it comes to like, you're an esports team. You want to win. What is what are the is it leagues? Is it tournaments? What is game day? How often are game days? Sure. You have the different, um, you know, kind of um, can't think of the word different games that the, the yeah. people play. Like just, how does yeah the t- titles? How does all of that work together? And how often do you have game days? Um, we'll start there, and then I'll ask yeah. the next I- part fundamentally the biggest difference between traditional sports and esports is like we're 24 7 365 right um the the easiest analogy again is to think like if the kansas city pioneers owned all of the you know organizations here like that's exactly right like different game days different seasons different times etc right so it's just like us right like madden season is different and the and the cadence and frequency in which they play is different than like rocket league and there's qualifiers and there's tournaments and there's extra things so we're always doing something really is the moral of the story as sam was talking about wrangling our amazing creative team um so so that's really like it varies like dramatically right it's it's pretty volatile and then of course it's an incumbent on like the more successful we are like the more we play um you know for us we play in tier one um you know the majority of sports that we play in i would say 90 percent are tier one so we're playing in the you know nfl mlb um with our team and then there's a couple of other sports that are like franchise which we're not playing in um you know which is like league of legends overwatch league call of duty league we have a Call of Duty Challengers team, which is called the AAA, right? So okay. they're they're guys that have played in the before, um, um, and uh, you know they're doing really well. But uh, you know that's a like you know twenty five thirty million dollar franchise fee plus a high social capital net worth net worth individual, um, you know that can kind of bridge and broker and and uh, and and a spot to come and you know put a, a hundred thousand fans occasionally to to watch uh, to watch them play. So. Uh, we definitely are not in that, right? <laughs> um, you know, you don't want to just jump right in and deploy capital uh, to something like that because you need a brand, you need a story, you need a mission, you need, you know, like um, a community, fans, right? And then obviously you need <laughs> the, the the intuitive part, right? Like yeah. money. Um, yeah, so so I think that uh, it, it varies, right? And to be successful, it's just like traditional, right? Like we have uh, an entire recruiting team. We have team managers, we have player managers, we have people dedicated to looking at these nuanced tournaments, like, who are some of the best one-on-one players in Rocket League, right? Or like who are some of the, the younger players coming up? So we do the same thing, right? We have farm club that look for people and then we try to we try to put together challenger teams, right? Like to put together like really good people and find some secret sauce and some magic and like elevate everybody up and go out and win some chips. So how many people total do you have in your organization that including all of your gamers, all of your athletes, all of the staff, content creators, just how big and how widespread and how much reach does the Pioneers organization as we sit here today, what does that look like? So there's about a hundred of Kansas City Pioneers, which are, gosh, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> there's about a hundred of us 
And that is um, yeah, staff members, uh, professional athletes, uh, content creators, et cetera, right? Um, and then in terms of like our, our reach, we get about 50 million impressions a month off of our socials. Um, and it's because of some of the sports we're in, some of the pros that we're in, some of the content creators, I'm sure, I'm sure you've saw. Um, we have a couple of Kansas City Chiefs, you know, folks. Gonna ask about them next. Right, right. That's a good, so oh, then I'll, I'll pause. Um, you know, we also have like a Wimbledon, Jack Sock, who's from Kansas City. You know, mm-hmm. he's gold medalist, Wimbledon. Um, well, also, North. Uh, there you go. There you go. And then uh, Marcus Demon, right? Mm-hmm. So Mizzou, he's uh, soon to be in China, Shanghai playing. Um, but he's here right now, so he plays for us as well. Um, and then some other folks, like some of them might have 8 million aggregate followers or something, you know? So like when they flip on and they're playing, you know, what they like and with their audience, people are paying attention and, um, you know, and, and, uh, so, so it varies on like what it looks like and sounds like, I guess, a good way to think about it. How has COVID, I know this is, uh, and I'll, I'll come back to the Chiefs guys because that could be a whole different discussion, but just how has COVID impacted what you guys do in, in a good way, a bad way in the industry, not just as the pioneers, but just industry-wide, everybody's moving to Zoom and just all these yeah. like meetings are doing things that you guys probably have been playing in that space yeah. and a lot more better prepared for people in this industry than the rest of us that hadn't been quite as used to yeah. a lot of this stuff. Well, I think that we were in a unique position where we had just formed the company you know, um, you know, not, not even a year before COVID hit. Right. So we were getting our feet wet, getting in the game, getting things going, getting some investment conversation going and, uh, COVID hit. And, um, it was this interesting transition where people went online in record numbers. Right. And it was a moment when we were able to, um, help us to drive home the, the point of importance that is the internet and gaming and esports, and it provided us a good spark of a moment um, to get online and to get out there and to find talent, find relationships. Um, we were able to, you know, you're able to scout on just the internet, right? Like you don't have to go to the game. You just, the game's on TV. The game's free on Twitch all the time, right? So scouting is much more complicated, I would say, in some aspects, but also um, you have access that you wouldn't have in any other sport um, angle, right? Uh, so that's really unique. And so for COVID, for us, it was it was really a matter of like, how do you manage a team though? right because that that's the challenge there well i mean i would say one big difference to think about is like there were no lands right so beyond everything you're saying 100 percent, like for sure like the the biggest core difference that kind of drove that i mean obviously covid was the catalyst but there was no big events right so there's not like you know hundreds and you know thousands of people filling the stadium watching people play right there's no worlds and there's no things like that which that obviously impacted and forced exactly what Sam's talking about, right? And then the other thing that was really interesting, and you see this as an uptick on, you know, engagement, there are more casual gamers that are starting to climb up, right? And then there's also more casual gaming viewership going up. So people are making the switch from, and you can think about the evolution, right? Like people aren't watching traditional cable and then it's OTT, right? Over the top content. And then now it's like, it's like, you know, YouTube and Twitch. My my son, our six-year-old son watches people play video games like oh yeah. my, like that's what he does he likes roblox he rocks he watches roblox he's yeah. a lot of minecraft yeah. a lot of preston a lot of preston there you go. but that's the that's what everyone said like every time i mean it's, it's always good. roblox swear is it that hard to think that like but but yeah like it's just what blows your mind that like arrowhead has seventy thousand people watching somebody throw a football 
<laughs> that's a great way of putting it. But the way that like he will be teaching me things at YouTube for like, we try to use for Casey sports network. Every time I come over, he's like, I want to buy merch. He's like, clicking on the pop-up and I'm like, we got to get a premium account. Like we got to get all this stuff done. My son's that's teaching great. me that's how to use YouTube and all this. But uh, I want to ask about the the three chiefs. And I think there's three, unless you guys have signed more this week that I'm not aware of. Andrew Wiley, <laughs> McCall Hardman and Armani Watts play with you guys are part of the pioneers. How did you get those guys to get involved? What, you know, games are they like how, what titles are they on and just how does that work and how has that guys help how has that helped you and how cool is that for you guys uh wiley was first so he he just reached out like <laughs> which is like wow andrew andrew wiley's in our dms that's cool uh you know so so uh shout out andrew wiley um and then was like hey i'm i'm a gamer and, and it wasn't like a misnomer to us like you don't say like, of course, we know what we know is that like every like all of these athletes are like in their compression boots after the game playing like Call of Duty or Rocket League or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, they, they just are. So it's not this like you don't say. Right. Um, and and so, of course, like it was really cool. Um, he's super into Pokemon and he was just really interested in what we do. So we had a couple of conversations. It's like, yeah, this is really great. Um, and the story is the exact same for Armani is the exact same for Nicole. And the reason why I think is like super important and, you know, Sam can elaborate about like what it means to connect to the community. But the reason why is because like it's a way for them to be a part of something that's different that people don't ask them about every single day. Right. Like I'm sure when you talk to Andrew Wiley, you don't ask him about like, hey, when's the last time you pulled a dope Pokemon card? Um, you know, prob probably not the convo. Uh, I've talked to Andrew Wiley a lot. I've not talked to him about Pokemon. But now it feels like I missed out because you 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 learn about players and you learn about what they're into and you, you get them away from what most people feel like they know them for and they feel like they know who they are as a person because of what they do on a football field. And it couldn't be further from the truth when you find out these things like, Hey, this is what they're into. They're away from it. They're, they're into this stuff. It's cool. Uh, and I, I knew Andrew Wiley and Pokemon stuff just because of social media, but it seems like the rest of it with the gaming with Armani seems to be really into it. Obviously McCall and then uh, Wiley. It's just a cool deal that, that they can do both. And that it doesn't get in the way of anything that these guys are trying to do. I mean, they're just different. There's different people off the field, which I think is intuitive when you say that statement. But it's also not when you like have a conversation with them. And mm -hmm. and then there's a couple of real practical examples of like, you know, what we what we talk about a lot is like, you're not able to get out of the huddle and go like, hey, PJ, like this is your like seventh Chiefs game, man. Like really appreciate you coming. I uh, want to shout you out in section whatever. Da, 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 da. Like they don't get to do that, but on Twitch they can't. Right. They can say like, hey, you've subbed for a long time. I really appreciate you. Thank you. You can have that dialogue like you can't get. I mean, imagine trying to get me cold to sign something for you. Um, but if you stop on a stream, like he'll probably talk to you, which is like, whoa. Right. So like it's just a different form of connection. And then what we talk to them about. Right. Which which makes sense is like, how do they again? you think about different athletes in different sports of like, you know, what you know, a veteran is and pro and like, you know, when you've peaked and all this good stuff like there's that. <clears throat> gaming's arguably forever, right? Like, um, at, at least at a higher level, um, I would know. I mean, I'm spoiler alert. I'm not, I'm not a high level athlete, um, on either one, <laughs> right? Like on anything, right? Like it's a sad days. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but what I would say with confidence is that, um, when that went away, like the gaming and the community I built would allow me to connect a little bit better with my fans. Right. So it allows them, I don't want to say like, skip the org, skip the agent or whatever. 
but I am saying that like, yeah, that's just something that they get to do personally and they get to share a little bit. Like, you know, of course there's social media policies. We make sure that like nothing's disingenuous. We're not going to ask them to do anything. We have conversations with their agents and all this good stuff to make sure we're not like, Hey, Nicole, you're sponsored by, you know, Nike. So you can't wear our Under Armour jersey. <laughs> like these are normal, these are normal yep. things. So we tailor to make it um, with him. So I think there's that. And then there's also just a really interesting dynamic of like, whether you think this union of like traditional sports and, and uh, esports continues to, grow right it's not so much this union in this Venn diagram more of it's like moving to overlapping mm -hmm. there's just sponsorship opportunities right there's there's a way to say like if i do build a really good audience then like when i'm not playing football like people will still you know be interested and like sponsor me so it's a good form of revenue it's a good way for them to engage with their audience it's a good way for them to make experiences it's a good way for them to you know take their passions off the field and like share it with other people and it's authentic because you were meeting people with yeah. what they are into just like it is authentic we absolutely love this place in weston and holly did a distillery and the drinks are absolutely amazing again bj kissel with two of the founders of the kansas city pioneers and mark josie and sam kulikoff and we just got done talking about obviously the three chiefs guys i want to know before we as we wrap this show up i had a couple more questions for you guys and the first one is somebody sitting from kansas city or a kansas city supporter somebody's pride of kansas city sitting at home and wants to know how to support you guys they want to know how do we get behind the kansas city pioneers how do we support the athletes how do we take pride in a hometown team and something cool that's new to the city and new to a lot of people uh how do they support what you guys are doing yeah, I mean, there's a couple different ways. Uh, some, you know, depends on how in interested you are in esports, right? So if somebody, you know, a lot of folks um, that are finding out about us, they quickly hop on. Because when you're from Kansas City and you like COD or you like Halo and you're like, wait, there's a team? You're like, heck yeah. You know, it's like it's like any sport. When you move to a different city or whatever, you're like, oh my gosh, we have a team. That's so cool. I get to watch them and support them. So I think from, you know, parents to, to young kids alike, I think it's really uh, coming and saying, look, we have plenty of social platforms. We're on every social media um, pretty much imaginable except for MySpace um, and the dead platforms there. But um, yeah. So we're on all those, right? Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, um, all different content cater to those platforms, right? You can find us there. We're also on Twitch um, all the time, right? So we're competing uh, constantly, which you can find updates through all of our social media. So every single week we're playing. So through our social media channels, you can see um, how often we're playing and, and what we're playing in and that type of stuff. So uh, we also have our website, so kcp.gg. Um, there's some information there about some of our professional teams and different staff members and stuff like that. Um, but ultimately, I think the big ask um, in general as a generalization is is just saying hey if you're interested in like steam if you're interested in technology if you're interested in entrepreneurship and um and empowering young people and finding new solutions for kansas city to be um a next hub of, of something great and big like we want you to recognize that it's not just us there's other people in kansas city doing great things and if we all work together under this esports mantra that we can do something great. So yeah, you may not understand it fully, mm -hmm. but know that it has the power to change the lives of so many people in the city. And so if we just let our barriers down and, and support each other, um, just like we do with like Casey current, right? The stuff that they're doing is amazing and that's record breaking stuff. Right. So it's like, mm -hmm. that's what we need that. And what's what we're getting, but, but we want, we want that. We want that to continue. We want people to know that we're doing this for them, for our city, for us, but our hashtag since the very beginning has been literally my city. My city. Like that's yeah. been since day one. And, and I think it's like the, the, so you can be a fan. Like I can make it really easy too. You can just be a fan, like mm -hmm. come just cheer for them, watch us, like <laughs> yeah. follow us on our socials. Um, if you want to take the, to take the easy route, that'd be great. Um, and it's, and it's interesting because like 
you know, just to put it in perspective, like our Rocket League team uh, last year, um, they finished like sixth, actually finished seventh, seventh in North America. So best team in, in North America. <laughs> We're talking like energy, which is like, you know, a multi-million dollar part owner, like what, you know, whatever. Um, we were playing them. 300,000 people were watching this play. A ball kick or a car kick a ball into a goal, right? Like that's if like, what is that? Like six times the K and, you know, a couple of times, right? Whatever, three times, four times the, um, you know, arrowhead. Yep. And so that's kind of the sometimes hard to wrap your brain around where it's like, that's like, that's pretty big, right? That's, that seems like a lot of people to me to, to watch us play. Um, and they're extremely talented. And, and so like that, like, so for us to just understand, like, you know, maybe it's not in a physical space, but it's super big in a, in a digital space. Yeah, one of the things that I always kind of prided myself on and felt like it was kind of like the, the core value of what we were trying to do with the Chiefs was that with Chiefs Kingdom and Chiefs fans, and I think this is the same for fans of anywhere, anything for anything, is that if you feel like you're, you know, the people who are involved and there's like an, a, a real like emotional connection to the person and not just to the performance, that that fandom becomes that much stronger. So when you guys talk about storytelling and marketing and getting your yeah. story out there in front of people, people in Kansas City will support people that are representing Kansas City in a great way to your point of let's all support everyone it's just putting a face it's putting a name and the way that you guys are doing that the way you're telling your stories and getting it out there and partnering with the community like i said earlier has been absolutely phenomenal so the last thing i want to ask you guys besides before we let everybody you got to tell everybody where to follow you guys exactly where to go get give exactly where to go but what goals do you guys have where do you want to see the Kansas city pioneers two years from now if everything goes according to plan of what you guys want yeah, I'll start with one. We don't think it's hyperbolic that we're going to be here for 50 years, right? Um, two, we want to definitely be in the same breadth and depth of, of, you know, fandom and impact in our community in Kansas City and globally, just like some of the wonderful, you know, sports orgs that are here. Very specifically, um, we'll close, like I'll put my, um, you know, put the PL hat on. Like very specifically, what we'll do is we're going to continue to get teams. We're going to comp- continue to compete at a high level. We're going to win, you know, a Valorant championship. We're going to go out and win, you know, a Rocket League championship. You know, we're going to go out and raise like a Series A. So, so that'd be, you know, kind of the next thing for us there. Um, and continue to do it the right way with the right people. Cool. And as you say, like the Valorant championship and all these things, what would be like the equivalent if somebody doesn't like doesn't get that? Like the Super Bowl, this, that, or the other. Like, what's the thing? Like, if you guys go win, like Kansas City needs a parade. Like, oh, what's yeah. the big deal? Like, the thing yeah. that if you guys achieve this goal, that it's something like we're making T-shirts, we're throwing a party, we'll we'll do it upright. Yeah. First, I should be remiss if I didn't say I want to win championships and everything. So I'm sure our Gears <laughs> right. of War folks and our women's Rocket League team and our Beast Mode, right? So all of them, we want to win championships. Um, I, I think it's the time, right? Like they're like it depends on what the biggest sport is. Right. So, so right now, um, halo is huge, right? Okay. So like if you've played any kind of gaming halos around for a while, they're halo, you know, Microsoft, Xbox getting ready to, um, come into halo infinite and their first big like LAN event, you know, we're all flying out the team, uh, leadership, some other folks, social media content, whatever. We're all flying out to Raleigh, North Carolina. We'll do a boot camp a week before. So that'd be super fun. 
um, and then we'll go compete. Like if we go crush that and win that, like that will be super dope. Like that's a great start. Maybe it's a coaster. Maybe it's not a t-shirt yet. No, no, <laughs> no. We'll for sure do t-shirts. Um, so that would be a good one. And then Valorant would be huge. That's one of the, like we think, and it's just like, you know, viewership and fans, right? Like the NFL yeah. is different than, you know, the major league and, and et cetera. So, so there's some nuances there, but you know, the right off the jump, was that six weeks? We'll be in in Raleigh. Is it Raleigh or Raleigh? I should know this. Is it Raleigh or Raleigh? I think it's Raleigh. Is it Raleigh? Okay, Tucker says it's Raleigh. Raleigh. All it is. Tucker Franklin. Dynamite dropped in there. I know. Right. Did you like that? How Sorry. Can, how can people follow you guys? How can they support you specifically? Okay, they can find us anywhere with the social media tag Pioneers GG. So it's just Pioneers GG. That's on everything. Follow TikTok. it. Follow it. They are doing some phenomenal stuff. Again, that is Mark Josie and Sam Kulikoff from the Kansas City Pioneers, the professional multidiscipline esports organization here in Kansas City. Thank you guys so much for joining us here on this brand new first episode of Sometimes Weekly Sports and Stuff. We will be coming to you guys each week with different Kansas City area sports themed things, hopefully with uh, companies and people making the same kind of impact that you guys are doing. It's been phenomenal to watch. Respect what you guys are doing. And uh, we'll try to we'll try to keep up the pace here at KC Sports Network with everything you guys going have going on. We appreciate it. Let's go. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.